for a while I could smile for a while Then I saw you last night You held my hand so tight When you stopped to say Welcome to Saturn's Return, a podcast that isn't just about astrology, but about our lived experiences. I'm Tiffany Diane So, and that song that you just heard was Crying by Roy Orbison featuring Katie Lang. And I wanted to open up the episode with a song that has been stuck in my head, something that I just can't stop listening to. Um, and it's a song that I've been revisiting from the past. You know, it's gotten me through heartaches and heartbreaks and I just can't get it out of my head, and I'm not entirely sure why. I don't think that it's just the fact that their voices are so beautiful and they perfectly meld together, but also the fact that Katie Lang is this androgynous and queer icon, and whenever they sing it on stage together, you can't tell if they're singing it to each other, if they're singing it to different people in the audience, but it's just something that has been really getting me through this time. And what is this time that I need help getting through exactly? The name of the podcast kind of says it all, but to elaborate, I'm currently exactly 29 and a half, which is what astrologers would call my first Saturn return. You might be wondering, what is Saturn return? Well, Saturn the planet takes roughly 29 and a half years to return to the exact same spot, and astrologers believe that its return to the same position during one's birth has an influence on the trajectory of one's life. The planet's return is meant to signal a time of difficult growth, and the first Saturn return is said to be active between the years of 27 and 31, and it happens again between the ages of 56 and 60, and then again at 84 to 90. So far, my first Saturn return has been a difficult, but I would call fruitful time of self-discovery. I feel like it began just before the 2016 election, I know cliche, and has taken me on quite a ride from there. Maybe I'll get a little bit more into the details of all of that another time. So in deciding to make this podcast, I'm hoping to gain some wisdom and find some direction through other people's Saturn Return stories, as well as provide a chronology of my own experiences during this moment in my life. For my first interview, I thought it'd be extremely appropriate to invite one of my mentors and one of my all-time favorite people onto the show. All right, enough of me talking. Here we go. So I'm really excited to interview my good friend, Joni Leon Guerrero Parnell, today (laughs) in the studio and have her as my first ever Saturn's Return guest. Um, Joni and I have known each other for five years about. Uh, I met her shortly after I moved to New York uh, when we were working at the same bar. But, um, you know, besides being a great life mentor and a great friend, she is also a musician, a designer, and so much more. Um, But I will let Jo describe herself and introduce herself. (laughs) Wow, thanks. Um, Yeah, I would say that I am a designer, a musician, um, and I also manage a wood shop. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I primarily identify as a designer and a musician. Okay. Um, and do you mind if I ask you how old you are right now? Yep, I am 35 years old. My birthday's in August. Mm-hmm. Um, Leo. <laughs> um, and as you know, obviously, the entire premise of this podcast is going to be about Saturn return, which is a astrological phenomenon um, that happens between the ages of 27 to 31. So I'm just kind of going to dive into your story right now. Great. Um, so what were you doing when you were 27 and how does that differ from where you're now? Well, um, I was working for a mass market women's apparel company, um, in product development. I went to school for fashion design and, um, I had pretty much thrown myself completely into the fashion world and, um, had, you know, I was like drinking the Kool-Aid. It was very intense, long hours. Um, and I really felt like that was like the direction that I was supposed to be going in. But then uh, fate would have it. I I had a major accident and um, it kind of like pointed my life in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. And that happened when you were 27. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Do you want to tell me about what happened? Yeah. Uh, so I actually, it, it's kind of a long story, but I'll make it as concise as possible. I was running long distances and I developed uh, stress stress fractures in both of my legs in the exact same place. Um, and I was put on bed rest and I was on um, a medical leave from work. And as I was going to my f- final doctor's appointment, getting a clean bill of health, I experienced a collision with a 90-pound golden retriever who hit me laterally like a football player and broke both my legs completely in the same place, Um, which kind of derailed, literally derailed my entire career and um, set me on a brand new path. Wow. And I know that we laugh about that today, but (laughs) I'm sure it was really traumatic at the time, right? Well, for me, I like to think of it as like, I call it my Allie McBeal moment because I was literally like walking down the street, like thinking like another day to succeed, another day to excel as, you know, a giant dog creams me and knocks me off my feet. Um, And like, you know, my whole perspective changed instantly. Instantly. Yeah, I wasn't really, I was feeling so optimistic and positive. And then all of a sudden, like, you just have a freak accident and your whole worldview can change instantly. Okay. And and so how do you describe that shift? You know, what exactly about your worldview did change in that moment? Um, Well, I guess it didn't change and that's entire not entirely true so I was having doubts about my career path and I was feeling really um kind of like I, I wasn't really identifying with the industry and fashion has a lot of unrealistic standards and I wasn't quite fitting in um mm-hmm. or just those things just weren't as important to me as they had been in my younger years um And I really struggled because I was like, you know, we worked really long hours and I felt like my team was suffering without me. And um, so, you know, I was like, what am I, what's going to happen now with my career? I was on bed rest for like three months and I discovered that I had low bone density, which 
you know, I was in physical therapy. There was just this whole, it was a whole mess. And living in New York City, being disabled is not an easy thing. Um, mm-hmm. I relied on everybody to get me to the bathroom, to get me groceries. Um, it was a really intense time. Yeah, that sounds really intense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, how how did this injury um, and, you know, being on bed rest for three months end up you know, shaping, I guess, who you are today and, you know, what what ended up kind of coming out of that? Yeah, well, so basically I, I had started out um, when I was applying to colleges, I wanted to be an artist, a painter. And I had started out um, at the Corcoran College of Art and Design studying painting and like my in my second semester, I realized that this is there's no way this is going to pay the bills. So I was like, oh, I need to get into a more practical field. So I changed my major and became a design design major and moved to New York and started going to Pratt. And um, basically, you know, the fashion industry is incredibly profitable. I had a great job. Um, and suffering this injury made me realize that I don't, didn't want to spend my life, uh, you know, working for the man and, uh, kind of like turning my back on things that were really important to me. Okay. Um, and so I know that a few other things also happened at the same time. Um, it wasn't just that, you know, you had the collision and the health issues. You also met someone special (laughs) yeah I mean I it was during this time that I met the man that I would marry um who I had been in a lot of really bad relationships before that and um I kind of like you know it was kind of like this crazy shift in me where I was just like I am no longer gonna date crappy guys I'm gonna like only look for good people and I met Brett, who I married, and he's just like the polar opposite of every other guy I've ever dated. And um, then, like, I felt like it opened up this whole floodgate of positive energy and good people. Like, the more positive um, people that I surrounded myself, the more positive people, like, the more positive things happened to me. which I didn't realize at the time, but now I look back and I'm like, oh, this is like the best thing that ever happened to me. It was this terrible accident. Yeah. And so how old were you when you met Brett? I was 27. Okay. And then when did you guys start dating? Um, we started dating probably, let's see, when was that? Probably towards the end of my act, like, the my convalescence so mm. it was sort of like maybe two months when was that it was 20 2010 mm-hmm. um yeah and then we dated for five years and then we got married <laughs> after that yeah yeah um and then you know what else happened between the ages of 27 and 31 obviously there was brett there was you know completely upending your career but what did you end up kind of finding yourself in So um, a friend of mine from childhood, um, actually, she's a nurse, and she was, like, a caregiver for this elderly woman, and the family needed um, some more support. And she was like, you know, I think that you would be a really good 
companion for this woman. And I had never worked with the elderly before, but I was very close to my grandmother and I love old people. And it ended up being one of the most amazing uh, experiences in my life and also kind of like a pivotal experience in my Saturn return because it really got me in touch with like, um, you know, things that are important to me, you know, living your life to the fullest. She had dementia. She was like her entire life was just in the moment because she couldn't remember, you know, things that happened like 45 minutes previously, Mm -hmm. which was a great lesson. I think um, I definitely keep that in mind and try to be present at all times. And you got to just live your life the way that you want because you're not you have no idea what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. So is there how would you describe your like emotional and your mental state during these times? Because, you know, you do talk about how obviously it was sort of a low moment in your life, but, you know, you speak about it in this very positive way. And it sounds like there were there. It seems like it was a mix. Maybe yeah, I think I wasn't initially I was a very um, sort of critical person and sort of approached life very pragmatically and systematically, you know, I, I really followed a linear path. You know, I graduated high school, I went to college, I took, you know, I did my internship, that got me a job. There was just like, you know, everything sort of followed this very linear path. And then, um, you know, you get derailed and you're like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And um, you can kind of improvise in life and be really happy and like kind of relinquish a bit of control and find yourself landing on your own two feet (laughs) yeah um and i i'm really interested in knowing also you know if there was anything that was helping you get through these moments i know music is really important to you obviously um you have your band darlin darlin with brett parnell her husband um so, you know, what were you like listening to? What were you reading? How were you surviving these times? So I was writing a lot of music at that time um, because I had so much time by myself. <laughs> uh, and I sort of was channeling all of my life experience and heartbreak into these songs and had developed like a really bad performance anxiety uh, and meeting Brett and making music with him like really helped me grow as a musician um and I don't I I don't attribute that entirely to Brett because it was really like my own personal growth that got me there but it was really nice to have somebody constantly encouraging me and you know someone I could play music with and yeah, I mean, I would never have done that if I had continued working my crazy fashion job that took, you know, I was like working like mm. 60 to 70 hours a week and never mm. seeing my friends. And So were you not really, you know, pursuing many of your creative endeavors? None. Oh, and okay. I consider that like a huge part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And so it was before even like before you, you know, got into the rough and tumble of like the yeah. fashion scene. Got it. Okay. And so you were just also finding yourself, you know, re I guess what what's the word I'm trying to think? Not reconvening, but like, you know, just reconnecting. Reconnecting. With, yeah. Yes. You were reconnecting with, you know, your past self as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. 
So if you could communicate with your past self, what advice, if any, would you give yourself? Hmm. I think that I would definitely be aware of red flags in people, which I think I was very... I was very critical of people, but I was also, I, I was so willing to give people, you know, unlimited chances to mm. prove that they were worthy of my time and energy. And I think that I would definitely have told myself to mm. be a lot more weary of people than I had been. Interesting. So are these in like romantic relationships or just friendships or? I think it applies to all relationships, even, you know, we all have contentious relationships with family members mm -hmm. and um, friends I think that you can really trust your gut like if people hurt you and they you you look at their life and you see this pattern of like a big trail of negative energy that mm -hmm. it's pretty it's probably pretty consistent and you should probably end those relationships yeah so do you see your Saturn return as also a time in which you were not only you know obviously reconnecting with like your past self and learning what you wanted to do professionally and creatively but also a time where you were reconsidering your relationships absolutely and... yeah okay interesting yeah and I think that that's that sort of makes a lot of sense you mm -hmm. know because you're you live and you learn and at this point in your life you're like okay I can see the impact that certain relationships have had over time you know when you're younger you just don't have that accumulation of time to really analyze um relationships so yeah I mean I think you're probably <laughs> feeling similarly yeah a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess now, though, now that you're out of it completely and looking back on it, you know, do you have any, you know, regrets or do you, you know, how do you look back on your Saturn return? Like what feelings does it give you now? Well, it's interesting because I haven't really thought about it until you brought it up. And I really had to kind of like look at the past and kind of like see if there were any demarcations of you know when did it stop returning because <laughs> in many ways I feel like we're in a constant state of you know evolution I hope um but I feel like I mean I don't have any I I kind of just like let it all I I'm so less resistant to life experience I just let it happen to me and I know I can overcome anything I think which is a really kind of empowering feeling so I'm not I know I'm not as afraid of um obstacles as mm -hmm. I was in my youth which I think is a really powerful thing hmm. just like meet it head on you're like nothing is gonna kill me so I'm just gonna keep soldiering forward and yeah yeah so is that the advice that you would give someone like me who's going through their Saturn return or do you have any other stage yeah wisdom? absolutely I would say don't be afraid of anything because you can survive any you, you'd be amazed at what at how resilient you are and um and how like bad things are good things <laughs> they are bad things are good things I think that bad when bad things happen to you you it's like this like 
you just take it on and then you like turn it in how you how you handle it is um really important and I think you can turn anything bad into something good I know that's really okay kind of a cheesy Not at all. way to look at things but it's been my experience okay I mean yeah I think that that makes sense it's I feel like Failure is good in that, you know, you know that if you're failing, you're at least reaching for something else. And also anytime that anything like that happens, anything negative happens, then it is very much a test of your strength and the fact that you're surviving it. Totally. And this is like it's just a chain of events. So something bad happens, we're going to tie on something good, you know, Um, something better is coming down the pipeline and something terrible is coming down the pipeline simultaneously but you'll be fine we're all equipped to handle whatever comes our way Hmm. sounds like you're in a really good headspace right now do you feel that yeah absolutely I feel really good Mm -hmm. and I think I have felt really good for a lot of years now (laughs) since my third since I turned 30 I think I really feel um like I'm doing this, and I'm doing it well, and I'm living the life I want to live. Yeah, well, you survived your Saturn return. I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I guess 31 is when it's marked to be over or finished, finally. So was there anything that you felt that happened that year? Maybe that could have been like a, you know, mm. a little bow tie at the end? Hmm. Um... I actually, I met one of my great mentors, um, my current boss, Alex Banner. He Mm -hmm. is a huge uh, mentor to me, and he's just determined to see me succeed, and he's always pushing me to do things that I'm like, I don't know if I'm the right person to do this. He's like, you can handle this. You got this. You met him at 31? Yeah, I think I, well, I met him, yeah, maybe just shortly after, yeah. Interesting. Cool. Well, I guess we'll see what happens in the next chapter of your life. Um, I'm sure it's all going to be great. I foresee very amazing things for you in the future. (laughs) Um, So uh, wrapping up this interview, I just wanted to see, you know, I wanted to let listeners know, our few listeners, if any, (laughs) where can we find you online? Is there um, a Um, Twitter or website, something that you want to lead people to? So my music is on every platform, um, Darlin Darlin, and no G at the end, Darlin Darlin. Um, And I have a website for my design, which is darlinandco.com. And uh, yeah, you can reach me on either of those platforms. All right. That's great. Any other last words? No, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you <laughs> for being my first ever guest. I really appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. All right. Did you have a particularly interesting Saturn return? Or are you going through it right now? Reach out to me on Twitter where you can find me at Tiffany Diane without the E, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-D-I-A-N, to nominate yourself or someone you know. Closing out the episode is Easy by Joe's band Darlin Darlin. Their split EP just released this month, and you can visit their website at darlin-darlin.com to learn more about the band. Again, this has been Saturn's Return. I'm Tiffany Diane So. Thanks for listening. <laughs>